Michael Estelle, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people person's better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people person's better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people person's better podcast. Time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Person's Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of NBC's hit sitcom, The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. Hey, Hilton. Hey, Brian. How's it going? I'm good, man. We are not doing great about staying on a schedule. We're really not. We're not. We're we're testing patience. We're testing patience. Uh, We are uh, letting the the, the viewers down, uh, mainly by not being on camera, so there's no viewers. Uh, but the listeners also They never had a chance didn't yeah. have, they, they were not going to get it <laughs> Listeners also disappointed Guys, Sorry, we are, we're so glad you're sticking with us We appreciate you We know you're out there We see the emails coming at OLAPodcast at gmail.com That one's real, but that's the other podcast P4 they, Podcast they do, they, Oh, they have an email? Uh, OLA's got an email <laughs> oh. I don't know who those guys are, but they wow. have themselves an email Jeez, they uh, must know people I'm, I'm off to, You know, with, with a start as professional as this No wonder they're listening in droves Yeah, no shit Yeah uh, <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Y- y- here's the deal, man. <laughs> if we, we need to commit to the schedule, we need to commit to the schedule yeah. with the intensity that Michael committed to the special training for Jim and Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the amount of focus. Yeah. Just unflappability and yeah. flappableness. Even when Buttlicker <laughs> demanded Dwight's firing, Michael was ready. He was ready. <laughs> he was. I mean, I, I give it, I give it up to him. I, th- I still think it was um, just a a zany moment in the the series. Yeah. But in a way, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You can look at it, at it however you want to, and it's still great. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. That's the thing is that's we're watching uh, episode six of season oh, five, customer survey. By the way, and I felt like this was such a. Featuring William M. Butlicker. Featuring, <laughs> starring William M. Butlicker. His family. Uh, in yeah. his only starring role. True. The only one he needs. It's all, yeah. This had some moments that were just some of the best, uh, not like in the show ever, but just some great standout moments that exceeded this episode as a whole. Yeah. When I was like, I was like, oh, customer Still, surveys today? Is that... Do I yeah. do I care about that episode? Yeah, coming off you of, might, it might be one that you forget about, perhaps. Right, coming off a of crime aid, employee transfer. Well, it's the one thing that I've come to realize about that I love about this episode is that after this heavy ending that we've just gone through, yeah, and the crushing, you know, Mike. I mean, it ends on a, a you know on a downbeat, hopeful downbeat on the last episode with Daryl and Michael. Yeah, you know, just getting through it, singing the blues. No, 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 no. Exactly. You know, but uh, we needed a comedy relief episode, and this is more this, or less a comedy relief episode. And all, it's and, a and palate cleanser. It is, and it and it puts really the the pressure back on Jim and Pam because we have the pondering at the end, and we get great Jim and Pam in oh, this episode. Oh, we do. We Even, do. This is a really unique uh, Jim and Pam episode. And yeah. they, they've used the technology technological advances of the day, that, which actually technically did not exist. Did Bluetooth but, not exist? No, back no, no. Though that small of a Bluetooth did not exist. Did not exist technically. Yeah, and it did exist like five years later. Yeah, but like they were not. None of them were that small. Apparently, that's great. Yeah, and so Steve, yeah. much like Star Trek and The Simpsons, they were predicting the future. That's great. They to had say. a vision. That's great. Greg Daniels, Stephen Merchant. They had Stephen a Stephen Merchant. By the way, directing. Props to Stephen Merchant, Wheatley. creator, co-creator of the original. 
Yeah, and 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 Wheatley of Portal Two fame, the gamer in me. I don't is, know what that is. Is please, you that's, don't. That's my fault. That's it's it's <laughs> a it's a it's a hole. It's a hole. I'm, it's I'm a gonna portal. Get, it's a portal in your knowledge. I'm gonna get acquainted. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, Portal. I'm, I'm hoping so. Portal's one of those games which is uh, it's a shame that it's a first person shooter. Yeah, uh, and it's not a shooter. Almost seems like a misnomer because it's not like so? there's no fighting. Okay, you deal with a few robots maybe, but even those mm. are like sent. They're not sentient. They're turrets, mm. you know. Um, well, but it it is a first person controlled game. And is he the main character in this, he, or he is, is a he... side character? Uh, uh, and but hey. But substantial nonetheless. Very substantial. He he I is assume. your primary companion through at least the. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. No, no, I don't want to spoil true, this true, game. True, true. It's more than a yeah, decade. It's old. true. Stephen Merchant. Thumbs but uh, uh, but he's, uh, he's, he's with you for much of the journey in Portal Two. Okay. Uh, and then oh, wow. and then okay. has a it's Portal Portal and Portal Two are those kind of games where I don't like that they're first person because those kind of video games even if. We got there's gamers that like the Mario games. They can handle the 2D, mm-hmm. but once you get into that 3D space, they're like, nope, they can't handle it. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. That's you. Uh, yeah, I, 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 that's when I dropped off. Yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of guys our age. That's when they dropped off. And if I, if they were on board, a lot of people don't play video games. But I always played Mario Kart, no matter what. Like the Mario Kart. Yeah, but, you don't that, like but the, that was, but that was, but that was uh, applicable different. for every different. every type of. But the first person yeah. walking around, yeah, like I didn't. Those. I, I just, I just and, felt lost, and I, and I never owned any of them. So, and that's a shame because these two games, the story is so good and so mm. entertaining and and laugh out loud funny in parts mm. mm-hmm. that it's a shame that it's almost handcuffed to this. Game experience, this control experience that automatically turns so many people off. Right, kind of like our our beloved show, mm. in that we get to enjoy so much great comedy, so much great pathos in our characters. Boy, do we! In this show that's based on the mockumentary style and the kind of forced cringe mm. kind of style mm. that turn both of those turn a lot of people off. This is true, myself included, admittedly. Um, not into the style normally. Not always. Yeah. I mean, it didn't always. Because it was done, I don't want to say done to death. Maybe it was. <clears throat> I don't really have. I don't know. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah. I uh, I don't know everything that came out, but I mean, it was a that became more commonplace as it as it. And I, I mean, even before this series, I think. Yeah. There were elements of that here and there, and it's not. It's just not my favorite for everything. But you know what else is based on that kind of idea? I think is is Borat. Mm. Is based on the idea of and of I love Borat cringeworthy moments. Sure, you know? right, and I, I could get with that. But, and, someone, but I didn't, yeah, I had right. a friend today actually ask me about Borat and about how they'd never seen them and they oh. wanted my opinion. Oh. And I told them that I, I I really enjoyed the first one when it first came out. I mm. thought it was very funny. He's mm. he's a fantastic talent, oh, of Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. But at the Bruno same time, Bruno was great too. Oh yeah, you never seen it? I had not seen <gasps> Bruno. Got to see Bruno. It's hilarious. I might do that. It's great. It's a. It's it's actually. Um, we've done we've done about five minutes of show. You want to wrap it up and we can just uh, go watch yeah, Bruno. Let's go watch. <laughs> okay, let's do I'm the show. We'll do the show. We'll first. do the show. We'll do the show. Sorry. Okay, we're riffing. Um. Anyway, but but a, cring- a year or two later, cringiness. watching Borat again, yeah. I was kind of over it. So I get okay. where it's not for everybody. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Because I, 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 like, first I loved it, but then I was like, no, I, I don't need this again. I've sure. had enough. Sure. I don't think I saw the second movie. I didn't see the second movie either. The so. second one, I only liked the, the girl, the, 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 the actress that they brought on to play his daughter. Oh, really? And okay. it, that was for a lot of scripted scenes. There was more scenes that were really about telling a narrative. It, it was mm. less the public's reaction, which, I mean, everyone in the world knows who Borat is, so getting mm. the same kind of reaction was going to be hard. Yeah, it's it only has a certain amount. It's yeah, it only has a certain amount of um, shelf life yeah, in that way. It's tougher. It can be yeah, how how remote of a place you have to go. Which well, some of the areas where he does manage to still pull off the Borat character <laughs> are very remote areas. It's a big world. It's so. the it's the parts of the world where they did not go to the multiplex and see the yeah, first film. But it's not going to be yeah. It's just not going to have the same no just hilarity that it does in exactly. common common day life or yeah. wherever and now number two is was shown on the largest shopping platform in the entire world so surely number three is not happening Damn. there can't be a bore at three not in the same way no um so but, back to the office anyway, <laughs> this is, we are talking about the office jim yes. and pam uh we got a unique dynamic out of them it is and uh kudos to them for um doing that i don't think i could like you be, mean in the relationship? Be in, yeah, be in in, in uh, just personal, not 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 saying what they were doing was wrong because they wanted to be around, they wanted to talk to each other all the time. And so honestly, you're saying you could not do an eight hour continuous phone call with somebody? No, I could. No, yeah. actually, no, you know what? I'm I'm a total hypocrite for saying that because when I was first in love, uh, yeah. and we actually used telephones to talk when you were a young man, a young man in my early tons. Okay, um, I did do that. Yeah, you did the all, phone calls. a lot. Yeah. So like, this is, I feel like this is therapy for a second. But um, so you could do all this. Maybe I'm. It's just my aversion to it. I'm like, I wouldn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, now, but now you're an old man. But I can understand why they were. And I, I and, would, and good thing because and they um, are younger here. Jim and Jim and Pam are in their I assume 30s, early yeah, 30s. I, I was thinking it was late to, later late 20s, late 20s. They are they're at the very good looking. at the time. They're yeah, very, like they're vibrant, like late 09. Like okay, they were like around. Okay. Our age, so late twenties. Yeah. So okay. So so um. So yeah, I was. So uh, yeah. So that's a, a late twenties. Hilton would would spend time on the phone with his partner. But, but they wouldn't have such nice Bluetooth. They would never have worked. Forty two year old Hilton. I'll text you later. <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, it's fine. But it was great because we we get scenes where we but would it, get. Yeah, their, I like the way that it it, it changed their everyday. It added lives. commentary completely. Uh, we got to hear. Pam commenting on things as they yeah. happened. Like, like he wouldn't have never. She, Pam saved the day, honestly, because he would never have. Um, or maybe never is a strong word, but it, she figured it would, out Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been way behind. Yeah, on that. So. Kelly upset that they didn't come to her uh, America's Got Talent party. And, yeah, and you know why? Because smudgeness. So well, and his arrogance. Yeah, frankly. So I mean. Um, it's a hateful young man. So. That's another great <laughs> one we get. We uh, obviously we talked about Butlicker a little bit, which mm. uh, we got to talk about that more. We asked off. You were talking Same off camera. Butler. You were wondering if that yeah. could be like a jump the shark moment for the show. You know, for some people, perhaps. I mean, because I, of I don't how much Michael so. and Dwight commit to the bit. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't imagine that happening on a, as a general thing. Like it'd be definitely, it feels kind of like a leap. Yeah. But the way they do it is just perfect. Yeah. And you brought up when um, yeah. Butlicker says, I want matter. that sales clerk fired. Yeah. And Dwight starts saying, no, don't do yeah. it. As if Jim is going to truly convince right. Michael in the, in the <laughs> ruse of William right. Butlicker to fire Dwight. Right. And Michael says, it's a million dollar sale. <laughs> and he's just so perfect in the way he just uh, hesitates. 
yeah. just in that 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 perfect way. Yeah. And uh and 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 then the cut and then you never see the resolve. Yeah. That you don't have to. <laughs> and so we've seen we see later, we see in Murder in season 6. Uh love that one. Uh about how Michael is willing to play the role. To yeah. keep them distracted. I thought about that one too. Awesome. We don't now so is that what this is? Is that just simply well, I don't know. willing to commit to it because he knows that that's where the fun is? And yeah. That yeah. He's giving them... A, he wants yeah. them to be better salesmen, well, but he also wants them to be engaged. Okay. Going off the last episode... Yeah. He's he's somewhat subdued in this episode, but he's not, he's not, um, despairing and he still has his, he still has his, uh, comedy about him or like his, you know, and he does seem subdued this he, whole episode. Yeah. And I mean, coming off the last episode, it makes sense. But so, you don't see that in, in comedies like this in sitcoms. No. You don't see subtle. No, reaction. you don't. No, like not on a weekly, on a weekly, yeah. But you don't. Michael is sad this episode. Right. They have to have some kind of continuity to it. Like yeah. he can be, he can have fun and say, be wacky and like. Even the lying about the engagement. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe it's just no. the blocking of the scene, but he's in his desk in a low position. Yeah. He's not up no. in front of a crowd. No. He lets Kelly off because he's so depressed that nobody comes to his parties. Oh, that's such a great moment of him having empathy for her, for her understanding her reason for acting out. (laughs) Apparently he makes guacamole in large. He doesn't know why uh, he makes so much. Large quantities. And he's so close to getting it, too. He's so close. Even wondering aloud why. I don't even know why. Yeah. He's doing his own therapy almost. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and I, and I love that I've heard that, um, they were both kind of, uh, they broke character. She did when she started laughing. Well, okay. That was like, that, that was, was really breaking. more Mindy than it was Kelly. Cause that them breaking down into giggles at the end of that, he broke is such a great bit. Mm-hmm. And for Dwight and Jim to see it happening, <laughs> they're just standing outside watching it happen. <laughs> I'm honestly, I, I get it. Like, like they got screwed. He kind of just said, fuck you. Like, yeah, she's not going to get fired. Yeah. Cause he's, I mean, they got her dead to rights. She admits it. And I mean, no, I know it's, he's going to get his correct. They're going to both get their correct customer reviews. Yeah, It's it's fine. You know, (laughs) Jim even called them and said that they all gave glowing reviews. Michael knows they're great salesmen. He had to know something was wrong. Ball's on her trying to get that over on those guys. I mean, she almost did it. She almost got away with it too. It wasn't Um, for those meddling kids. (laughs) Meddling Pam. Meddling, um, meddling Pam. Uh, yeah. Uh, planting the seed and then with Dwight completely neglecting his customer in one of the funniest ways to tell him to stop breathing when all he wants is paper. That's such a great little bit. I need paper. He's like, he's like, he's like, are you breathing? He's like, well, I'm breathing. He's like, well, stop. (laughs) There, and that's we haven't seen Dwight talking to a customer. Well, this is after he's been berated by Michael, like with false reviews, technically. But yeah, then he goes and after does exactly what they oh, did. Yeah. Dwight, <laughs> Dwight brilliant. is not. Dwight has no doubt about his customer service abilities, and Dwight is the man who, if he has to break protocol to tell someone to stop breathing, <laughs> it's for an, a, a reason that is important enough to merit him speaking up. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you know there's not a moment that well, Dwight thinks otherwise. I mean, the man is willing to believe that like the mafias might have like a Dunder Mifflin front. Like Yeah, right. <laughs> but there's little <laughs> evidence of that. Yeah. And Jim, is there some evidence? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> they just move on. <laughs> so what did Dwight know about a potential who knows what? Exactly. I don't know. But um yeah, it's it's kind of a whirlwind of just Awesome moment. And, and any, um, any time I like the Kelly episodes yeah. in the earlier seasons, I think, um, well, and what's great about this is this is such a Kelly episode because yeah. we've got the bit in the cold open with her in the dress, yeah, which spills into after the opening credits with her sneaking the receipt in with the customer reviews, which is totally a callback. It's still great, but it just reminds me of booze cruise when she's like, she buy she like buys her, um, her, her bathing suit, and then he has to cancel it. Or no, yeah. like... And it turns they, out the secret is they're not going to the beach. Yeah, they're not going to the but beach. But she bought a swimsuit. Right, and he's like, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's kind of those little... She has similar plot points here and there, but it's it's still hilarious every time they do it. Well, and then uh, this is also the one where he we have this random talking head where he calls her a dusky and dusky, exotic. Yeah. <laughs> dusky. <laughs> I'm, I think I I think I looked that up because I was like, what the? I think I'm getting I, I like I I think don't quite I get understand. Where he's going. I don't. Hey, Mister Internet, what does dusky mean again? Like, is it oven like dusk, like sunset? She's dark. That's what that's what Michael's saying. She's yes, dark skinned dusky red. That, that's great. That's great. What an adjective. Yeah, uh, literary dim. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just dim. Even worse. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's worse. Yeah. Oh, wait. Used. Yeah. Euphemistic or poetic reference and then of course immediately after he's making these mildly racist statements he uh, immediately <laughs> calls her customer surveys Kapoor's list yeah. uh and then references schindler's list not appropriate yeah i, I, I guess great job michael <laughs> catching the completely it's random and unnecessary anti-semitism as inappropriate do you almost let him get away with it just knowing that what he's been through we like, let him get away with all of it brian i That's know literally I, nine seasons of him getting away with it and he's not even in it for the last two i'm just a conscientious objector but i i appreciate right. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah it's not, not not the best way to go but um like this is like one of the most pri- this is like the m- most important thing that kelly does and um Oh, by the way, and speaking of smudge, um, uh, it comes to our attention that uh, Mr. Jim Halpert is um, hoping to buy a house that his parents are. This is the first we learn about this. And kind of, this is the beginning of him not telling Pam and doesn't say why he doesn't tell Pam. And anyway, and I don't know. We don't see, we, we see the not telling Pam, which is interesting. Because that ends up being a real problem in the relationship. Well, and also notice when um, his stats are poopy or uh, what? Or yep, uh, uh, and they're poopy. T- that was the descriptive word Michael used. Yep, poopy. It was. It was his. I was. Or wait, was that for Dwight? Or uh, or it might have been. It was for one of them. But either way, he no. Turned, Dwight has the bad survey, and then hor- yeah, they're horrible. And Dwight horrible. thinks that Michael is kidding, but Michael yeah. says that does he look like he's joking? <laughs> to which Dwight says <laughs> no, but that's sometimes part of it. Which, which I'm like, you is, know, <laughs> it's pretty thorough analysis he's, of practical jokes. That's he's great. learning. He's learning. The yeah. boy's learning. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, then, Jim had the poopy scores. Well, well Dwight. Uh, and then, I'll, you know, Dwight would have been laughing if it was a joke. 
Yeah, but, but he, not that which he, would he, know. he doesn't know because he can't see himself. So yeah. how would he know? So. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim, when he finds out his scores are poopy, though, you're right. He turns off his Bluetooth immediately, again, cutting Pam out of the information. Mm-hmm. And when he cuts back in, it's so nonchalant. She just going to go. And it's a funny gag because he's like, I might not have done too well on my scores. And she, she just doesn't lose a beat. And she's like, maybe it's because he spent the entire year flirting with the receptionist. Yeah. Which we get a cute moment with a yeah. little worth yeah, it. Yeah, that's a little cute moment with them. I think this is a strong episode for them. This was a great way, uh, you, you know, barring the impossibly small technology, just such a great way to get that Jim and Pam dynamic back into the episode. It's a good device for the show. Yeah. Like, I got to get over my own insecurity on that shit. Like, I think it's awesome for them, and it's an awesome device for the show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they did I'm glad they did that. And, and I mean, pff, timing with... Uh, it's Alex. Yeah. Guy who... This guy, I can't remember his name. Sorry. The actor. Yes. The Doesn't actor, he actually w- appeared on no Office name Ladies. Phillips. <laughs> no name Phillips. Uh, he's been in a lot of films, such as that one film with a title mm-hmm. and that other film with a name. Yep. Uh, what I All love true about... statements. We Here's the thing. Jim's not telling her stuff ends up being a problem in the relationship. What doesn't end up being a problem, but what we do see on full display at the end mm-hmm. is his jealousy. Mm-hmm. Where he is immediately like, "Oh, that guy is into you," mm-hmm. uh, but yet he's 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 relatively calm. Yeah, Jim's not Roy. He's I not going to go throw something at the bar. Yeah, he, he's he's not he's not so uh, he's not going to get aggressive immediately. No, and, no yeah, no, like no. start going off. But you can see he's he's getting a little I mean, protective. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He know well, he's he knows he's gonna he knows he's gonna say something. So, and he's not wrong. And I read that they actually had like 10 different versions of like when Alex takes her and oh, yeah. they talk and he like gives him gives her his spiel so to really? speak. And it ranged from like him saying him like telling her how much he loves her to oh, all wow. the way to her career and maybe something even beyond that I'm not sure like how 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 I love Whatever. the one they chose. I where, do too. Where he's very focused on her yeah. doing the best thing for her art interests. Right. Uh, and and it, yeah. it's such an easy sell. Obviously, art, fashion, entertainment, New York is going to provide more opportunity than Scranton. Isn't it interesting? Like, they were kind of lucky that they were so lucky that they were doing that Bluetooth thing at the time. Yeah. Because it really gave them both kind of, um, I don't know, a shared experience on just a quant. I don't know. Exactly. I think I just. Hello? I lost my right. There we go. Thank you. Um, it gave us a chance to kind of see them both respond to some facts yeah. that aren't really for or against anything, mm-hmm. but are just true. Yeah. There's going to be more opportunity in New York. And imagine if, if only Pam had heard that. Yeah. And Jim wasn't there. Yeah. Like, how does that go? You know? Well, I mean, I'm not saying she would be. I don't know. It's like, but she would have to like tell him about that. Everyone watching you know? immediately wondered if Jim realized the question, what if I wasn't here listening right now? Yeah. What if yeah, it's knew? a complete mind fuck. Yeah. All of it. And that's why when uh, Dwight finally realizes the um, awesome power of the Bluetooth that Jim is wielding, um, as he's admiring it, Jim is just like, don't. And that he's like, and it's kind of funny and it's sad. It's poignant, yeah, in, a, in an interesting way. And 
and then they stick the landing and we haven't even talked about Andy or Angela yet. Like no. <laughs> that is such a great thing too, um, because it's kind of the payoff of something that's been happening for a while now, kind of slowly, with Angela and Jim, excuse me, Angela and Andy not being able to find the venue they agree upon and him not being able to give her the wedding she wants. And she finally lays it out for him about what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she effectively describes Shroot Farms <laughs> for him to A, not get it, and then B, be shocked and delighted to find it online when searching by the parameters she has given. And being so surprised, like, yeah. oh my God. I have an in with the <laughs> owner. <laughs> it's Shroot Farms. <laughs> Dwight Shroot. Yes, Andy, we know. It's interesting to... And you kind of feel, you got to kind of feel sorry for this guy. Yeah. Obviously. But I don't know. He, no, there's a lot of room there to maybe not feel, there's a lot of people who don't like Andy. So, well, that's the thing that's so interesting about this <laughs> season five is, you know, this show ended years ago. Uh, 99% of the people listening right now, as well as us, know how this show ends. They mm-hmm. know where it goes, they know who ends up together, they know how much those characters end up. In, in retrospect, being the characters of the show. But yeah. right now, they're not them. Right. So right now, there are people in season five watching it for the first time rooting for <laughs> Andy and Angela. That's a thing. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Rooting for them. Oh, wow. it's they're bad. Gonna, those two are going to figure it out, they oh say. Oh, my God. He's going to get her the perfect wedding. She's going to lighten up when she realizes how much she loves him. He got her the gray tent. Yeah. And Giuliani's third. Wait, the guy who did the first and third of his weddings. I had it. And and, and now I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's back when you could, like, (laughs) say Giuliani. Giuliani. And you weren't, and it wasn't such a loaded person. It's just sad. Like, you ever watch 9 11 documentaries now? You see Giuliani, you're like, oh, God. Well, you ever watch the, the last week tonight? He was tonight? respectable. You what? ever watch the last week tonight about Giuliani? No, not lately. 100%. You need to watch that. Okay. Just as a reminder. Okay. Because the key point in that that John Oliver makes, not to derail this for another TV show for the fourth time today. Well, but uh, John Oliver makes the point if you're wondering when did Rudy get like that, the answer is he was always like that. Yeah. Yeah, never not like that. Which is scary. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> um, but that's the thing is, he, the, Rudy Giuliani is is a is a throwaway joke in this episode. Right. Just like Trump has been a throwaway joke. This is 2008, Rudy Giuliani. No, but I mean it was like. But here's the thing: part of he, how these I love these his gross people came to national prominence yeah. was in having their awfulness diluted with humor mm-hmm. unfortunately a side effect of 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 lampooning and satiring common things of the day mm-hmm. is you take some of the power away from them yeah but in doing so you can also kind of take away some of the threat right we didn't realize that trump was going to incite a riot at the capitol but it happened in part because we kind of thought he wasn't dangerous because yeah. he was someone we made fun of on tv shows right right you know right it's uh everything he did failed yeah like how, you, so he <laughs> said a few things that people agreed with and it grew and, and snowballed and steamrolled and here we are it's reminiscing tra- on our tra- tv show it's tragedy <laughs> 
Luckily, Andy will not have to get the tent used at Giuliani's wedding for Angela because they have found the perfect venue. But did you notice the gray and the more gray? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah at least he knows her Har- Harkening back to season one. So. Yeah. I, he, knows, he knows his audience. He even, knows. Though, even though apparently she doesn't want to be married in a tent like a hobo. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he's quick to clarify that hobos are on trains. <laughs> like that hobos have nothing to do. You don't think hobos sleep in the occasional tent there, Andy? hobos use tents too yeah exactly don't hobo discriminate i will die on that hill die on that hobo hill (laughs) that tented hobo hill we don't see much daryl this episode but i like what we get from him oh although i do wonder like daryl what do you got against therapy man but it's all good yeah no but i mean I don't take a lot of issue with it because he's going to pay for some <laughs> for his copay. Yeah, he says I don't believe in therapy. Is that what he says? Yeah, no. He's like, what does he say? It's um, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big believer in therapy. I think it's something like that. Yeah, what a weird little one off. Yeah, know? it kind of is a one off. <laughs> he's like, I'll pay his copay. I like it because it, it okay. really shows the impact of how much he thinks Michael needs help. Where he's like, well, stating that his lack of belief, <laughs> but yet willingness to to subscribe to the idea to help his friend, his coworker, right. But yeah, it does raise the question of like, come on, man, talk about your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you can't well, we, solve everything we, remember, with. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> remember, remember, um, hey, oh my god, remember uh, Nick, the IT guy. Yeah, so, Daryl, you're on Facebook, man. People want to know you're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be your friend, man. <laughs> Daryl had a uh, apparently a private side to him that he yeah. didn't want to be, and and which must have been way awesome, like getting out of. Going and working in another place and kind of getting away. Yeah. But that's the thing at the end when he comes back and he can't help himself. And oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's his whole character arc, and it's great. Yeah. But I do, I don't know. But I I was just gonna say, we've found our way back to the to the beginning because we've never actually talked about the entire beginning. Yeah. And the uh, guest appearance by Michael's mom. Yeah. And 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 actually, and I was thinking oh. about the the opening just in the way the Dwight you know it's going to be a great episode when Dwight hits Michael. Yeah. And Michael exclaims. And like that whole just. Where he hits him. Ow. ow. Like you, they just said. Nothing can hurt you. You're a man in love. <laughs> but he punches him in his heart. And it's very poetic. Because <laughs> he's been. Right. That's the that's the uh, reality of the situation. And and I love Michael's mom. He's wounded. With the, mom, I'm getting married. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. She has dealt with this before. How many times do you think she's dealt with this? Oh, at least a dozen. <laughs> At least he's in his forties. At least a dozen. And how he just matter of factly is like every time, <laughs> every time I'm getting married, you, you tell don't me it. I'm not. Are you getting married? And and obviously Michael can't lie, so she she knows she knows her son. Yeah. So and but he had told he had obviously. It's weird. Like if I didn't read it in the Wikipedia, I wouldn't have automatically assumed it. But yeah. It says, yeah, obviously, because Dwight's saying what he's saying to him, but like, hey, Michael has told people he's engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the deleted scene that we don't see about him. Yeah. He's, he's told it. them all yeah, he's that told it actually all. happened. Yeah. So then they all, then they all uh, gather in. And uh, side note, I love the um, Andy idea of uh, du- du- dual weddings. Dual weddings. Dual yeah. weddings. And, and how it's seamlessly. Um, Michael would only do that if Pam, Pam and Jim would do that, and Jim obviously says they would never. We do would that. never do that. So there yep. you go. <laughs> it's just such a great little bounce. It's almost like music bouncing from Andy to yeah, Michael yeah, to Jim. Just, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Passing the melody yeah. to the next instrument. So great. It's, just, it's science. You know what I noticed about this episode was I didn't have as many pages of notes. 
This had longer scenes. I didn't. I only wrote notes for the opening. I didn't write it for the rest. Really? Because I watched it five times. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. But I and I liked it so much that it, it was like, okay, this is going to be easy to remember. Yeah. Like most of it. Honest to his mom, he does not need her on the call anymore. He just hangs up, and now he's just talking to the staff. That just encapsulates so much. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, little <laughs> little boy never grew up. I get it, but still. <laughs> It's so just done for, and and they, and and also the fact that they get so offended when they find out that he hasn't told her, yeah. And he's like, "How's that possible?" So like, and they're, uh, yeah, they they kind of gang up on him and make him do it. But thank and God that's what I did. love is 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 his was he falsehood. Just gonna, was he just gonna let that shit ride out for like weeks or what? Like, if when they would didn't he confront him, him? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, what was his plan there? He really just couldn't handle. He couldn't face it. I don't. But why? Well, it, well, but it, like, it did goes he to the day that he sits down with David Wallace, where he just opens his mouth and starts talking, yeah. and he doesn't think about where it's going to go. Yeah. He's a mess. I kind of want to try it. <laughs> I kind of want to go into a store and just try it. <laughs> oh, what kind of bullshit would come out of my, the poor fucking clerks that would have to deal with this crap? God bless him. I'm not going to do it. No, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm going to ruin some clerk's day by walking in there and be like. Hi, I I sure would like to talk to the manager about getting my own parking space out for I don't know what the fuck I would even say. <laughs> I don't either. But I mean you could go on and on. Or should I just do it at work? I mean I I don't do, think any of us could do that. Don't do it. We, we can't be Michael Scott. <laughs> no. He is a, his own creature. No, no, I mean no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying no. I mean I'm hearing no. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another one we couldn't be is Dwight. Uh, oh, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's in multiple. Um, he he's he's the only one that's taking this uh, uh, th- uh, framing, if you will. Yeah, like seriously and over way yeah. way over seriously, like only he could. Because he wants to know the answer. He's the one that I mean, speeds Jim- through the parking lot with Jim and playing. Centerfold, uh, which gets stuck in Pam's head, which is which is really one of the most beautiful moments in this whole series, in my opinion, because yeah. that little moment of her just uh, either way, that it was full blast. That yeah. probably fucking man, that motherfucking that must almost made her deaf. <laughs> if you think about right, it, yeah, on the Bluetooth. Well, you remember yeah. like when uh, when Dwight when they finally figure it out in there, and he's like, "I've knew it all along. You knew it, buddy." You know, and yep. Pam's just now like, "Dwight's very loud." Yeah, <laughs> yep. That fucking Jay Giles band probably like ah. And Jim was so excited to tell Dwight he was right. I love <laughs> he's like you were right, you were buddy. Right. Wow, you were right. You're not completely crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not completely. America's got talent. Come on, <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> well, and the whole way we get into that with the seeing a, Andy's mug. We have a history of that. Like, what was it? What was the first one? Uh, American Idol. American Idol, yeah. And 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 we had friends who liked that shit. You and, and me. Yeah. Well, like local. Like, wait, who's our who's our all star local? Um, God, what's that country singers? Oh, uh, what's her name? Carrie Underwood. Uh, Carrie Underwood is from uh, like yeah. o- Oneida, Oklahoma. Right. Or something. Right. And she was on. City. Yeah, I think she was on. Wilton, a, like maybe. I yeah, know. I think she was on American Idol. Yeah, she was. She right. was on American Idol, and that girl. was a big deal. Like yeah. back when we were kind of that age, like yeah. around this time. So. I don't know, like that that whole thing. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to go to that party. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. I would I, totally want to see my fiance in New York. Well, that's another thing too to imagine, like, because like if 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 one of my coworkers had like a, a I would have a, said a I'm not going singer, a mask singer party. That's the new singing show that's popular. Okay. Uh, if she right, had a mask singer yes. party, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go to that because I don't give a shit about the mask singer. I would tell her. I'm not going to go. Yeah, that's true. You got to tell them. The, that's the thing. Because she made the mugs. Right. And they would have got those mugs if they would have gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's where I think maybe she was really pissed. Because if you didn't say anything at all, then yeah, that's bullshit. Like, I get that. And I mean, everybody else thing. went. And we know that because we saw Most Angela's mug, Stanley's mug, Phyllis's mug. And thank God it Kevin's was just. Mug. But there's the coincidence. Only Dwight's. Dwight's the only other one that didn't go. There's the other thing, though. Really, Creed went. <laughs> Meredith went. <laughs> Meredith Kelly wait Angela what's Meredith Angela <laughs> went to Kelly's party I don't think we saw Brian or uh, sorry uh, Brian uh, uh Kevin Kevin I don't think we saw Kevin did you mistake Kevin with your own name no his name not mine Bri- oh yes yeah, okay <laughs> it's true Brian uh Bumgardner right yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's been on Office Ladies a couple times, hasn't he? Oh yeah, and he and he he, he did the uh, Office um, podcast, yeah, on uh, Hulu. Oh okay. Oh yeah, and which which like the the it's the um like the oral his yeah oral history of the Office. Oh okay. Cool. Any of you listeners out there, if you if you really want to listen to an amazing podcast, listen to that podcast. It's yeah. amazing. It's it has everybody, everybody like it's the whole. That's uh, great. The only people that aren't on it are um, Kelly. Yeah. So. What's her name? Mindy Kaling. Sorry, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mindy. Um, and and I don't think BJ Novak. There's only a couple that aren't, but most everybody else is in like production and like the the whole story of how this fucking show actually survived is kind of it's kind of amazing, and it's definitely not. It's it's it reminds me of Seinfeld, um, and that's not a coincidence, I think, because test audiences and all that kind of shit is not how you can really tell which show is going to be the best. Have you seen, let's derail this for another show for the fifth time. Have you seen the internet backlash when they found out that George Costanza uh, was supposed to be 29 when the show started? No. Yeah, the uh, much of the internet, uh, huh. the, the younger set. Yeah. Because George is... Balding, yeah, he's got that kind of that yeah. ring ring yeah. haircut that balding men get when they don't shave their head. Mm, true, because uh, the top pre- is all bald. He's pretty schlubby too. So I mean, like, and he, it's, and he was it, supposed to be twenty nine. Yeah, I wonder what Jason Alexander really was then. Twenty nine, because that was like around. Yeah, he, no, he was in his. Yeah, <laughs> that was like that's like in um, it's like the equivalent of um, like high school movies when they use twenty year olds. Yeah. 20 mid 20 late 20 year olds yeah we should find out what, how old he was and uh, yeah i don't and, and uh, what year that debuted yeah so like it was 89 when it, when they when it came out so and it was right around yeah it was like a year before pretty woman came out i guess right around that same time oh yeah he was in that too wasn't he that's the first thing i ever saw him in really most people i think that's the first thing they ever saw well actually no not that's not true because i saw that mcdonald's commercial back in the day i'm pretty sure i fucking did you ready uh, well, how old was he? He was he was born in 1959. Damn. So Seinfeld sorry. debuted in 1989. Yeah. Seinfeld debut yeah. debuted on July 5th, 1989, yeah. which means he was 29 years old Holy when it sh- debuted. Holy shit! So he was perfect on. He looked exactly like that <laughs> at 29. So not only is the internet wrong in thinking that he looked too old to be playing a 29 year old, he was 
actually 29 <laughs> at the time. And as someone who started shaving his Love head at 26, <laughs> I can relate. Hey, yo. <laughs> My God, that's right. Yeah. That you forget when 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 people go bald when 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 young men really are yeah. going bald. And I, I'm glad I'm glad he I'm glad he kept what he did. You know, I mean, it definitely added to the character. I don't know. Like yeah. it would have been the same if he was just bald, like fully bald. It well, would have been the same. And here's the thing: Com- comedy to to shine a mirror on yourself and have fun with yourself. It's a type of comedy that helps others uh, celebrate who they are, True. no matter who they are. True. And 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 for as much as balding is a is something that's considered a, a negative quality. He's a mm. adorable little man, yeah. you know. Made and, it work for him. And is he? Uh, is he? Is he yeah, married? He's, he's been married. Ma- he's been married, married since nineteen eighty-two. Wow, man. To eighty-two. He has a couple kids at least. Two. Yeah. Two children. So yeah. she's had sex with him at least twice. <laughs> that's fantastic odds for, for a man you. like that. Good for you, Jason. For a man who looked like that at twenty-nine, <laughs> doing that McDonald's commercial. He was he was nimble on his feet though. We are he is a Tony's winner. Looking so. like a tent sleeping hobo. Woo. Yeah, like uh, on acid, like. Yeah. <laughs> so Wait, great. But, uh, so great episode. Great ship episode. <laughs> great. It's it's a ship episode. Wait, explain that again for our audience. That's when, when ship a, is... a Star Trek would have these big budget episodes where they would go down to the planet's surface and meet some culture and see this architecture mm-hmm. and go to these places, mm-hmm. and then the next episode would be set entirely on the static, boring corridors of the Enterprise gotcha. to save money. That's right. a ship episode. Okay, okay. And uh, this was a ship yeah. episode, and it was a palate cleanser coming yeah. off the Holly storyline. Totally, because totally. it's um because it's gonna bubble back up here uh, in in the next episode. Yeah, that's what's great about it is we yeah. had that subtle depressed Michael, mm-hmm. uh, which really kind of said a lot without saying much. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, um, it's it's uh, I'm trying to think. It's just a resigned depression. And somehow, somehow they still make it, um, they still make it funny enough. And the one other subtle funny part I don't want to forget is, um, well, you know, Kelly and her dress that she, uh, bought, which was white again for another wedding, another white for the wedding. Dress. Uh, yeah. cause she looks good in white. She does. So, she looks you know, white. granted, yeah. I'm sure she, yeah, I'm for, no, she really did look good in the, at, at uh, Phyllis's wedding. That was, that was very nice. And, but more. You know, I I love how he assists her with the uh, with the receipt and just throwing it Going away. away gets, yeah. that, gets that for her. <laughs> Later, we see some classic manipulative Kelly, where she yeah. says that she was raped to get out of the uh, get out of getting in trouble. Yeah, again, like uh, it's 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 been um this isn't the first time apparently. It's yeah. like her go to yeah. in a way, kind of, but not <laughs> fully. But Which, it's sort of, she did it. Um, yeah, they, they, they compared that to when she uh, was faking the pregnancy to Ryan, uh-huh. you know, which was so awesome. <laughs> which I, I love that about Kelly and about Mindy Kaling's writing yeah. in, in some of these episodes is that, mm. you know, these are the kind of things that are very touchy subjects. Uh, obviously, sure. to, to ever make jokes about rape is, is very dangerous material. is mm. an awful, awful crime. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and an yeah. awful way to attack and dehumanize someone. Uh, but but false accusations do happen, and 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 true. for her to find a way to kind of poke fun at that, and and the type of right. person who would resort to that, right. and find comedy in that, good for her, good, and good for the, the writing team, good to, for them to, to find ways to do that. I can understand people feeling not so, of course. you know, you know, like not not 
that one not landing as well. And this show constantly has stuff like that, so, True. which is great to see. Which, you know, every it's not like the thing I'm, it's the simple thing that uh, I always come back with the Simpsons is everybody gets made fun of and, and South Park too. Um, most everyone gets made fun of and, and that's the equal, that's the equality that we all have in the shows. And, uh, this is just another version of that in a way, yeah. but, um, I don't know. It's, <laughs> Not all in the same, but yeah. This you is mentioned a... Ryan. We get some good Ryan in this episode with oh, him reminiscing about goodness. his adventures in New York, <laughs> talking about how he lived that life, you know? Thank you for reminding me about oh. that. Uh, and and Jim, J- J- I mean, it, it's just his confidence, I guess, but uh, the way that he gets that out of him or uh, to pr- like kind of pretends like he's interested in what he's saying, I guess. Yep. Um, <laughs> I like that he's kind of learned how to deal with Ryan. I like that. Yeah, well, and 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 it's almost like yeah, he's like, oh, I he's like reminiscing about it. I played it hard and fast, okay, you know, uh-huh. and and but but he really reveals himself, and then he's like, you were there, yeah, I know you were there, right? And yeah. it's like, no, I wasn't. But thanks, and and thank God once again, Pam let him to mm-hmm. let him to what it was. Just that little bit of like that was weird. Yeah, just catching that. Just and uh, you wonder how long would have because. You know, he would have seen those those uh, cups around the office, and how long would it have taken him to uh, realize? Wait, what are all these? You yeah. know, like could have been months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you just don't notice shit like that all the time. We just like we didn't realize it while until by the end of the episode, this was a mystery. This was set at the office. <laughs> there were clues. There was detective work. Thank you, Bluetooth. The real, the real saver of the, the day. The real hero, world's tiniest Bluetooth, <laughs> saving the day. Technology stepping in on that. Who was worried it was going to kill us all? <laughs> Silly. Stepping in on uh, the the uh, uh, Alex yeah. and his uh, flirtatiousness. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, calling into question Pam's uh, 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 future. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, do have to give a shout out for something that we uh, we don't get to talk about nearly enough. Kelly's Nook. Hey! Which she orders people out of. Yeah, uh, yeah, just don't, yeah, don't call her stupid. Yeah. Especially not in her nook. Oh, stupid. Dwight, get, get out, out of her nook. nook. Yeah, get that's out what of she nook, said. Dwight. <laughs> you know, that was, I read that John Krasinski actually improv that, or uh, I think it was his idea that Pam should do that. Really? Yeah, I think okay. I, I think that's right. Good. Yeah, and because uh, that's just a, that's another fun little moment that, you know, you yeah. wouldn't get without the technology. <laughs> and I love the way you get little asides. Like she says that that's what she says. And he goes, good one. Good one. Yeah. Like I love yeah. that. He's, he's so encouraging, <laughs> you know, uh, it's just cute. <laughs> well, hey, it doesn't always get served up for you like that. Yeah, exactly. And you got to seize the fucking day, even if you're working boring shit at corporate. She was so happy. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of her day that day, right. even though she lived in New York. Lucky. Uh, Pam. Not the highlight of the episode. One of them, though. So many highlights in this episode. What a great episode. It's it's a it's a tour de force of an episode. I I'm not uh I'm I'm worried that I'm missing something that I um uh Well it just don't here's the thing. You wanna when we do these episodes, you wanna kind of manage it overall. You don't want to micromanage it or macrogement. Yeah. Great word creation. Macrogement. Yeah. Macrogement. <laughs> yeah. Right. And how Michael's just like, right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> and and having we've all been macrogement perhaps yeah. in our in our lives and nobody likes you know really it's the that worst. No. i thankfully ha- have you ever been on one of these type of um mock 
sales call kind of no, bullshit. but I've never been in sales either. Me neither. Yeah, Thank God, yeah. good for us. Right, good, good, good for us. I, I, I can only. But I will say, if I had, I record, would probably I, have been really. I would have appreciated this. And for the record, I did in fact buy my parents' house. So you did, yeah. We are actually <laughs> recording in my mother's old house that I own. So this is true. So matter of fact, and didn't didn't with, have to with do a no sales creepy job. clown on the wall. No creepy clown on the wall. Yeah. I covered that shit up right away. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't uh, whatever people, like structurally in every the, parent's house has a creepy clown painting. Yeah, like structurally is part Somewhere of the uh, internal in the foundation. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the integri- integrity, the integrity. Yeah, yeah. It's in the frame of the house. Yeah, <laughs> cannot be removed for real. Yeah. And you have to get creative. Yeah, I mean, I so yeah, we are doing that coincidentally enough. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, back to I. I it's a funny thing that that's kind of a, it's a little shady on Jim's part. I got to say, um, not, and not necessary, but I think maybe they were looking for any kind of like points of contention that they could. No, well, I don't know. And it's also a very real thing for, for one spouse to start looking into something like that. I mean, Um, that generally is a problem amongst a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, uh, married couples. Yeah. Couples in general, like finances. No, yeah. Communication. Yeah. Keep, keeping secrets, you know, like, and, and they play it into the, um, you know, into the eventual seasons too. Yeah. Like they're kind of planting some seeds there. They kind of made that work over time. You know, that's yeah. the thing is, is they, they developed it and, and even towards the end of the season with, with boom, Mike guy and with Atlanta, you know, they had, uh, was that Atlanta where athlete was Philadelphia, Philadelphia, excuse me. Phil, Philly. Yeah. Philly. Yeah. Um, uh, they, 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 say Tallahassee. they had communication <laughs> issues, you know, so. Yeah, as you as you do with everybody almost in your life, but but theirs became like serious, and and this is where kind of the trust could have been. I don't know. This is where it's kind of beginning. You don't obviously Pam doesn't find out till later about the house. Yeah. So so we'll get a lot. I don't out know. Of that so yeah, but there. but you know, thankfully Jim's gonna now get you know now Kelly's been unmasked, uh, <laughs> but. She's, uh, and Jim's going to do what he's going to do, and they'll just go on, and that might come up in the future. It might not, but it does. So, yeah, you know, it's a great scene. And and, and uh, Michael is not the – this is one of the shows they mentioned. Uh, they made sure to mention on uh, Dunderpedia that Michael is not the main character of this show. Yeah, it's Jim and, uh, Jim and Dwight. Jim and Dwight, essentially. Because yeah. Dwight still has to come back <clears throat> after – Michael's not really in any of the main plots. Mm-mm. He's, He's not just ancillary. In, yeah. I think in the um, well, just with well with Kelly, he, he deals with Kelly. He deals yeah. with Kelly, but and, and I mean as the boss, he, he could have made it a whole much bigger deal if they wanted to go that way in the series. In, that's in the true. Show. I mean, I there mean, are I, other episodes where he would have had a whole fucking tribunal. She almost call. She almost caught him like on a good time because he was just too exhausted to fucking do. And he just he was in a I don't know. I think he um, maybe he wasn't looking to feel sorry for or like empathize. Yeah, but it it struck a cor- it struck a chord with him. But so. great point about the main character because this is something that we will see more and more as the show goes on, where they they diverge away from Michael. Mm. Uh, I guess it's got to so. be originally just where story dictates, but eventually you know it has to be a conscious thing as they start to realize that Steve might leave the show mm. and that they have to be ready to have an ensemble cast. Yeah. Very yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could be. I don't know, but but I I do love how they bring they bring they have their they have their false ending with Jim and Dwight, and yep. then they bring it back to Andy and um, 
Dwight. Well, then they go to Jim and Pam. Well, no, yes, and then yes, and then they go to to Dwight and Angela, Angela and Andy, which is great because they kind of wrap up the episode, and then they give us two, for the lack of a better way to describe it, Marvel end credit scenes, teasing stuff to come. (laughs) This was this was Harry Styles popping in. Yeah. Uh, with little drunk dwarf uh, Patton Oswalt at the end of Eternals. <laughs> we're not sure what it means just yet, but it's going to mean something. Something. Yeah. And, we're, and, and we're curious. And we're game. Yeah. And we're game because um, I, I I really got to give props to the how they shot uh, Dwight just focusing in on Angela yeah. and then having Andy like move his head over. So like realizing that no one is looking at him at all in this conversation. And she's so entranced. Yep. And it's so se- it's like it's like their most sexualized type shit that they can do mm-hmm. possibly within the show being so chaste. Well, they're just so clearly into each other and yeah. and, and, and she yeah. is just and, and Andy well, is just a side character. Well, he's just a sidekick sucker because he he um <laughs> at the start of the conversation he's just well, you know, we haven't we haven't decided anything, and we're just you know looking into things, and then like within like a minute, like he's like, all right, this is this wedding's off your hands, and yeah. he's like, oh, good, great, and he's like, he's like, uh, so how much is going to be? He's like, you already said deal. Yep, she's <laughs> like paying whatever he wants, and then she just comes down on him. Ugh. It's ruthless. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, and, and you know, it's 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 kind of a. It's it's cringy in a way we haven't seen before. We haven't seen this kind of, you know, for for lack of a better term, this kind of like cuckold cringe, mm-hmm. you know. And, and now we're getting that yeah. uh, front That's and true. center, and and yeah. we've kind of danced around it with knowing that there has been history and something going on with Dwight and Angela, but now it's officially uh, Dwight's practically making a move here. Totally, you know. And, yeah. Well, and, well, well. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. Do you think at this point he knew he was gonna like uh, wed her, <laughs> like use that use the trick on her that he does when he gets him there with? It's like, oh, I well, wonder. Yeah, I, I think he already had it like lock and seal. Like, I'm just gonna get her there. I'm gonna get her married, and it's gonna be fine. And that'll be it. And then I'll have a <laughs> wife, and we'll get this 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 fool out of the picture. <laughs> I really Wild. think he had it already planned. <laughs> I, I would not put it. The past way him. he was looking into her eyes at the end. I now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, well, he had he had the idea at least. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and the way she was looking at him, I can understand. I mean, in a little bit of a way that he was like, "Oh yeah, she loves me." Like it's yeah, it's but oh, it's just so weird. Yeah, great episode. <sighs> I love this episode, and it's, I don't know. I know. I know the. I started watching the next one, and I, I'm. It seems like a step down, but I haven't watched the whole thing yet. So is the next one the the trip to Canada? It is. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah, a, that it, is a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. good because of Oscar and got Oscar uh, and Andy. We right, got uh, right, oh, what's right. uh, what's her name? The woman from uh, yeah. Reno nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wendy Milton Covey mm-hmm. is that her name? Yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah, uh, and I learned about her like on the podcasts um, that I listened to later on. Like, oh, she was on these other shows, and yeah, she's great. Wow. Reno nine one one's a good show too. Just to derail us with a sixth show, but. Yeah. It's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> it's like life. Oh man! But hey, awesome show. Yeah, I love season five. It's it's such a fun time. This is really, this is like I mean, it's not season two or three where it's like just this like rapid fire of amazing you know jokes for the first time, mm. but it's just like a good cup of coffee. Yeah. It's like it's satisfying. You know what you're getting. It's it's exactly what you expected, and it's just 
it's a good cup of coffee. Yeah. It's done right. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. They know, they know their strengths at this point. Exactly. They know their strengths. The thing about the thing about the, I, and 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 I love the butt liquor episode and it's episode scene and that's a really funny thing to say but I yeah. do. But the one thing I will say about it is like they're kind of winking back at the audience. They know like this is something that wouldn't have happened in the earlier episodes and they're so good at it now to me this is my opinion. They're so good at now that they can do that and you'll just go with it and you don't care. Yeah. Because it's so great. They're, they're, we know that that was the one where if if it wasn't Michael doing like in murder, mm-hmm. playing for the sake of comedy right. in character. Yeah, and them selling it like perfectly like Jim. If it really is them going too far jumping the shark, it was that moment where they were jumping the shark and we were glad to see it. Yes. That's a neat moment. Because because Jim just takes the moment by the horns with the, I'm irate right now. <laughs> Yeah. That's just one of the uh-huh. greatest lines, and he just my family he, built this country. This so, and uh. you know, it's all a farce, but it's just they sell it so so well. And and uh, <laughs> Michael coaching, and <laughs> it's like the old days. It's just like he's the master, and like yeah. once to it's like he just gives it up to him all the time. And good stuff. Uh, you know, I uh, yeah love this episode, and even with the smudgeness, it's all good. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to do an Office podcast. Office podcast. It's the next one. I did the... Oh, and I can't forget. I need to mention who directed this. That's important. Who directed this? Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant? The Stephen Merchant. Wheatley. (laughs) Wheatley directed this? I don't even know who Wheatley is, Brian. Mm -mm. Very distressing.